Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation is the political, right? And like so many other people, we all sitting around the TV, you know, watching the poll number comes in and we're looking at what state does what and we're looking at what county does what. And, you know, I just want to say this right out of the sake of conversation because it's not over yet, but from what I'm seeing, right, what I'm sitting on the sideline and I'm witnessing that these people are, they're still in the election from Donald Trump. They are, in my estimate, literally stealing the election from Donald Trump. And it really doesn't take a genius to see it because, you know, I look at this two ways, right? Now, as far as Donald Trump is concerned, you know, words are very powerful, right? So you got to watch what words you put out in the universe, what you put out the atmosphere. You have to be very careful of what you say, because sometimes words are so powerful that what you say, it can actually come back and visit you. Right. So for months, Trump has been talking about he's weary about these mail in ballots. He thinks it's a sham. He thinks it's fraud. He see loopholes in it. He's like, yo, he don't want any parts of it, but he continually said it over and over and over again. Now, sometimes you can just be cautious and you can just say what it is, but you kind of got to be careful with that, right? Because you got to be careful with that because sometimes you can speak certain things into existence, right? That's like a twofold situation because sometimes you just want to, you're just keeping it real. And then sometimes you just speaking things, right? I think you guys see where I'm coming from. But I want you to look at it on this wise, right? Because just taking a look at the popular vote, like so many of you guys, I looked at the election last night. They stopped. They wasn't finished counting. And then I woke up this morning, right? The first thing that caught my attention, though, right, was the fact that Joe Biden had like 69 million popular votes. That immediately just caught my attention. That's a red flag for me. It's a red flag for me because typically when you watch like presidential elections, they hover right around that 60 to 65 million total popular vote mark. Like right around, they hover right around that area. And when I seen 69 million popular votes, I I couldn't even think any other way. I said, oh, they finna steal the election from homie now. I was like, oh, it is over. They already stole it. It's over. Because they can play this game with these mail-in ballots like, oh, I said, oh, it's over. It doesn't matter, for instance, if you're at the polls <laughs> and you got lawyers down there from the Trump administration. The ballot itself, in my estimate, is already fixed. Look at it on this wise, right? We're going to look at it on a numbers wise, right? You got one of the most powerful political families, the Clintons. And you got Hillary Clinton, right? Whether we like her or not, whether we call her Hillary or whatever the case may be. She's a decorated politician and she's a powerful speaker, right? Her name, Clinton, holds weight. We know this. Even with all the weight that her name holds, the 2016 election, she turned out 65 million votes. And Donald Trump turned out 62 million votes. But this is Hillary Clinton. Her name holds weight. Let's back up a little bit more, right? Let's go to 2012 election. 
Barack Obama, no matter what you feel about this brother, no matter what you think about his policies, no matter about what you think what he did or he did not do for black America and other minority groups, that's that's a different conversation for a different day. We're just talking about just sheer numbers at this point, just numbers. He is one of the most dynamic speakers I think I ever seen in my life. As far as the political outside of Bill Clinton. So much so I can remember when Obama was so dynamic that he did a speech in Germany and he had hundreds of thousands of people at Germany. He went down to the deep south and he drew hundreds of thousands of people to hear him speak when he was in Georgia and Mississippi and Alabama and Tennessee. I'm talking about deep south. I ain't never seen nobody more electrifying than the Barack Obama. Even with all that electricity, though, from this brother, right? Barack Obama, all that electricity. He drove people to the polls at the tune of 65 million total popular votes. That's it. All that electricity going around the world. The most famous person on the world at one point. 65 million votes. Total popular. Now, I'm putting this in perspective, right? I'm setting something up. I want you to consider this. Joe Biden, right, this morning so far is at the tune of 69 million popular votes. I'm just putting it in perspective because I'm showing you and I'm showing you a trend and I did not see me personally now, right, this electricity for Joe Biden. He spent the whole campaign in his basement. We didn't see him. He wasn't on no campaign tours. And when we seen him at a campaign tour stop, it was like 200 people out there, 100 people out there. Some events had 20 and 30 people out there. They sitting in chairs. They got the chairs marked in a the circle. They spread it apart. This whole deal. OK, that's cool. We're dealing with a pandemic. We get it. But the electricity for this man was not there. It just wasn't there. I can't even act like it was there. Everybody that had two eyes. And paying attention to what's going around them can see that the electricity now was with Donald Trump. He's drawing thousands upon thousands of people when he go and do speaking engagements. I don't care where he do these engagements at. I don't care if he's in Michigan. I don't care if he's in Arkansas or he's in California. Or he's in Florida. Or he's in New York. Or he doesn't matter. He's drawing thousands upon thousands of people to come out here and listen to this man speak. He is electrifying. He's a Queens guy. I can respect that. He's a Queens, New York guy. So when he went to Alabama and spoke, he was a Queens guy. When he went to Mississippi and spoke in Texas, he was a Queens guy. He didn't do like Hillary Clinton and went to the South and kind of like start changing up her accent. Right. Start saying y'all and this and that trying to make, you know, doing the whole political dance. He didn't do like Barack Obama did, because even though Barack is electric now, when he gets to the urban areas, he kind of put this kind of like uh, this avenue kind of talking like uh, he's from around the way. But we are familiar with Barack Obama's background. The brothers from Hawaii. He's an Ivy League guy. He went to Harvard. He doesn't do the yo-yo daddy, yo-yo daddy when he's at Harvard. But he kind of play that game when he go to Detroit and Chicago. And he's a politician. We get it. In my estimate, though. I can't get over the fact that Joe Biden, Jim Crow Joe, 
got 69 million popular votes. And it's like a crazy number, like 80 or 85% of this popular vote came from all mail-in ballots. That just doesn't make sense to me. All mail-in ballots? Everybody mailed in for you, bro? Everybody. So it doesn't make any sense for you to be standing at the polls to try to catch and see what ballot is. No, man, it was already filled out before it got there. <laughs> They filled that out already. You know, that's like me. If I wrote a letter and then I mailed a letter and then somebody else is on the opposite end trying to check the letter. Yeah, it's going to be there because I made it there. I wrote it that way. It's it's going to fit the narrative I wanted to fit. They already had these written wrote in ballots, I believe, months ago. They already had them months ago. They just pushed them out to the public. And I could be wrong. I, you know, I'm not that savvy on how this mail in ballot works. We just having a conversation. I'm talking. We just having a conversation. But I do know this. This what sticks out in my mind the most. How can a man, Joe Biden, that doesn't electrify anybody? Not anybody. He can't go anywhere and speak. He couldn't pick out a place in the United States and draw 50,000 people to come hear him talk. He can't do it. Kamala Harris can't do it neither. They, they just can't do it. How do this person, just Joe Biden, uh, Jim Crow Joe, Lunch Pail Joe, how does he get 69 million popular votes? How does he outdo Barack Obama? I'm not worried about him outdoing Trump. You know, that's this an election. The, it looks like they already stole it. This part is over. Now I'm just sizing him up with other political candidates, right? Right in his that's been operating right around his same time frame. 69 million popular votes outdoing the most electrifying political speaker that we've seen in our time. Or we can say one of them in our time if we include Bill Clinton. He got sick. It's just 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 think about this. 69 million popular votes. And these 69 million popular votes is in counting. The process is still going on. So he could potentially reach 70 million votes. Four or five million more than Barack Obama. Just think about that. Now, Trump, on the other hand, is outperforming what he recently did. Because in 2016, he got 62 million of the popular votes. He's outperforming that by 5 million. And the bulk of his votes came from people walking into the polls and literally voting for him. Not no mail-in stuff. Literally walking in and voting for him. None of these points make sense to you. This is the one I know definitely stands out to me more. There were so many black Americans dissatisfied with Biden. He didn't keep that electricity like Obama did. There were so many black males that I personally knew that flipped and went for Trump. There were so many black women I personally knew that flipped and went for Trump. Now, just put this in perspective. How can you get just a smaller portion of the black vote, even if it's not a lot, just a smaller portion of the black vote that goes to Trump? And you still can figure out 
a way to get 69 million popular votes. Who are these people? Who are these 69 million people that came out, which 80% of them mailed in the ballot for you? They're counting in my city right now. And I'm like, man, I love my city. People in Detroit don't really vote. Man, these poll lines ain't around the corner, man. There was no poll lines for real. There was no poll lines around the corner for Joe. And everybody's looking at the news and, oh, man, this is what's going on in Michigan. And this is, I'm like, bro, it was so many guys on to him from that crime bill. It, I know more people that didn't vote than people that did vote. And they got it like Detroit is going to call the election. And I'm like, oh, man, I said the fix is in. man. I just. But listen. We can be hopeful. The jury is still out. But I'm saying all this to say this. These presidential elections, they're a big deal. And in my estimate, they want Joe Biden in that big seat because they can control him. He's been playing that game for 47 years. He probably owed a ton of people favors down there in Washington, D.C. And just think, man, just think. God forbid Joe Biden gets elected and he passes away. And Kamala Harris takes the driver wheel. Sits in the big seat. Now I'm going to look at the Democratic Party. I already do, but just thinking about it like, man, they have figured out a formula how to put these children of immigrants up in front of us. And we have similar skin tones. They're not putting homegrown black Americans in these big spots. They're getting children of immigrants and they're putting them in these big spots. That's something to consider, man. That's something to consider when Joe Biden said he's going to give 11 million immigrants amnesty. Where are they going to work? Who are they going to now compete for for their jobs? This is unskilled labor we're talking about. It makes me also think that when Joe Biden says he want to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Nationwide, federally, $15 an hour. Yeah, Walmart can afford that, Right. Yeah, they probably can do that. Um, Target probably can. A um, couple retail stores probably can afford that. What's going to happen when your local liquor store has to pay that, though? Can they afford to give them employees that? Or the daycare in your neighborhood? Black-owned now, daycares. Can they afford to do that? Black-owned bakeries. Black-owned soul food restaurants and Chicken shacks and rib shacks. Can they afford to pay their employees $15 an hour? What's going to happen to our community when he passes his policies? And maybe that's a different story for a different day. Maybe I'm talking too prematurely. The election is still out. The jury is still out, right? Something to consider, though. Something to consider. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Real Black Content is for a podcast, man. I get it with you guys later. Peace.